Today's broadcast of Bagels and Blessings has been previously recorded at an earlier time. Shalom, Chaverim. That's Hebrew for hello, friends. And Shabbat Shalom. That's Hebrew for Sabbath peace. This is Ethel Chadwick. Welcome to another week of Bagels and Blessings. Today on Bagels and Blessings, I am airing an interview I did with Brian Slater from Abundant Bread of Salvation. It's a wonderful ministry in Israel, and we've been friends for many, many years, and I am excited to share his story with you. Stay tuned. I'll be right back. Bagels and Blessings is a ministry of Congregation Shema Yisrael. We are a messianic congregation made up of Jews and Gentiles who believe that Jesus, or Yeshua, is the promised Messiah. Our services contain Jewish liturgy and Davidic dancing, and we celebrate the Feasts of Israel. We meet at our new location at 250 Edgewood Avenue in Brighton, and our services are Saturday mornings at 10 o'clock a.m. Please join us for worship. And while you're in the building, be sure to check out the Fig Tree Messianic Bookstore and Gift Shop. Now open on Mondays from 5.30 to 8.30 p.m., Wednesdays from 3 o'clock p.m. to 8.30 p.m., Thursdays from 3 p.m. to 5.30 p.m., and after Shabbat services on Saturday for about 30 minutes. You can call the Fig Tree Bookstore at 585-484-7775. The Fig Tree Bookstore and Gift Shop is a great place for books, CDs, cards, jewelry, and so much more. So be sure to check them out when you visit the Congregational Building. And now, when you make a purchase at the Fig Tree Bookstore, you can fill out a raffle ticket. Those names will be drawn for a prize from Bagels and Blessings. So those of you in the Rochester, New York area, be sure to visit Shemayas Royale and the Fig Tree Bookstore and Gift Shop and fill out your ticket for a chance to win a prize from Bagels and Blessings. That was the wonderful voice of Jonathan Sattel. And next up, here is an oldie but goodie. This song always brought me great comfort, and you have to just love the sweet voice of Marty Getz. From him is my expectation. My soul, wait thou only, only upon God, for from him is my I shall not be moved. He is my defense. I 
shall not be moved. My Messiah only, He only is my rock and the horn of my salvation. Yes, my Yeshua only, He only is my rock and the horn of my salvation. He is my defense, I shall not be moving. He is my defense, I shall not be my defense, I shall not be moved. He is my defense, I shall not be moved. Shema Yisrael, Adonai Eloheinu, Shalom. My name is Marty Getz, and my wife Jennifer and I want to send our greetings and our congratulations, our mazel tovs, to our friend Ethel Chadwick and her 25 years of hosting Bagels and Blessings. I'm sure others before me have quipped that it is an entirely holy enterprise, <laughs> as you, Ethel, uh, feed people with the bread of life and you also fill their life with the blessings of the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and Israel, the God and a Father of our Lord and Savior, Yeshua HaMashiach, Messiah Jesus. We pray for many, many more years of service to him and to all of his people. God bless you, Ethel, and Shalom once again. Ah, thank you, Marty. That was so sweet. Well, stay tuned for my interview, speaking of Bread of Life, stay tuned for my interview with Brian Slater from Abundant Bread of Salvation. And next up, here's a very important announcement from Congregation Shema Israel. If you have had or have been involved in an abortion decision, you may be experiencing emotional difficulties. You may feel like your life is out of control or struggle with self-destructive behaviors. You can find freedom from these challenges. The ministry Finding Freedom and Forgiveness Post-Abortion can help. Groups are forming now. Please contact us at 585 
204-7869, email us at ffpaclass at gmail.com, or visit us on the internet at f3pa.org. God bless you. Again, that phone number is 585-204-7869. Call now. We really want to help. All right, well, I got my hands on some new music from Paul Wilbur. This is called At Rest. You are my hiding place You are my warm embrace And when I see
What an incredibly beautiful song. I hope that you are encouraged by this music today. I mean, I want to be a blessing to you. I hope that the interviews and the music encourage you, inspire you, motivate you, and that you are just blessed beyond blessing. All right, here's a quick word from Earl Schillinger. Bagels and Blessings is a ministry of Shema Yisrael Messianic Congregation. Your tax-deductible contributions will help keep this program on the air. Make checks out to Shema Yisrael, that's S-H-E-M-A-Y-I-S-R-A-E-L, and please put Bagels and Blessings on the memo portion of your check. Send your contributions to Bagels and Blessings, Post Office Box 192, Scottsville, New York, 14546-0192. And you're invited to come and experience Messianic worship in person Saturday morning mornings at 10 a.m. at our new location, 250 Edgewood Avenue in Brighton. In a little while, you're going to hear my interview with Brian Slater, and he lives in Israel, Haaretz Yisrael, the land of Israel. And when I think about Israeli music, I think of Makedim, and this next song is called Halleluhu, and it comes from Psalm 150. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Hallelujah.
And speaking of artists that live in Israel, here's Joshua Aaron. This is called Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I have just been so blessed with people congratulating me for being on the air for 25 years. Here's what Joshua Aaron has to say about that. Shalom from Israel. This is Joshua Aaron, and I want to congratulate Ethel Chadwick for being on the air for 25 years and bringing bagels and blessings to the world. Congratulations, Ethel. I'd like to thank Excellent Air Heating and Cooling for sponsoring Bagels and Blessings. Give them a call today at 585-889-7840. They're a family-owned and operated business. Their prices are fantastic. They will take care of your air conditioner in the summer and your furnace in the winter. Give them a call today because they love the Lord and they are excellent. Excellent Air Heating and Cooling, 585 585- 889-7840. It's almost time for my interview with Brian Slater, but first, here's a song I haven't played on the air in a while. This is from Sally Klein O'Connor, Waiting for the King of Jews Blues. Yeah. Satan, waiting for the king of Jews' blue. 
Again, that was Sally Klein O'Connor, and now it's time for my interview with Brian Slater. Brian Slater, welcome back to Bagels and Blessings. Thank you so much. It's so awesome to finally be with you and the audience again after uh, much time has passed. Looking forward to updating you and all the great things our Messiah Yeshua is doing in Israel. Oh, I can't wait to hear more. Well, since it has been such a long time, darling, maybe you can give a little bit of a refresher about how you grew up and got involved in the Messianic movement, and then I want to hear all about what God is doing. Yeah, well, I'm a Messianic Jewish believer in Yeshua, and um, and we, we just uh, wish, wish everyone a happy holiday as we are celebrating, and... Um, we, you know, I came to faith in Yeshua um, over 30 years ago um, when I was just uh, actually a teenager here in Los Angeles, California, and um, raised in a, a pretty secular Jewish family, mom and dad Jewish, and and uh, celebrated the, the regular basic Jewish holidays like Hanukkah and Passover, but they mainly were were just family gatherings and lighting candles and having some good food. And um, at that time, I was just uh, in my my young teenage years. I was going down many wrong roads um, with with alcohol and drugs and that whole lifestyle that goes with that. And by God's grace. He came and uh, put his arms around me and lifted me up and out of the darkness and onto the rock, the solid rock of our Messiah, Yeshua. And uh, I came to faith at 17 years old. Um, And thank God for that, because for such a time as this, um, I wouldn't have the blessing and privilege to, to be serving him in the way that I am in the state of Israel, where he called me back to over almost 27 years ago. 
Mm. Hallelujah. Well, let's talk about that. How in the world did you end up living in Israel? Well, it really is uh, has been quite a quite a journey leading up to that of growing in my faith as a Jewish believer in Yeshua, and then um, going on my first Israel tour in 1992, um, and I went with with a Messianic Jewish congregation. Um, that's a congregation of Jewish and Gentile believers in Yeshua, and um, so the way the when we were in Israel, the way the scriptures were, were spoken and taught in the different uh, biblical sites that we were in, it, it opened my eyes to see that this land called Israel um, is the land of the Jewish people and for the Jewish people. And, uh, and I looked at, you know, looked around and I looked at myself and I said, well, these scriptures must be talking about me when it comes to, to, you know, that he will bring back the captives to Zion and they will be like, you know, um, dreams and visions. And uh, it was a real uh, prophetic uh, fulfillment in hearing these scriptures right there on the soil of the land of Israel where all of these uh, prophecies were, were written and documented and prophesied. And I thought, okay, one of these days, because these scriptures are talking about the Jewish people coming back to the land of Israel, it, it must be talking about me because I'm Jewish. And and uh, so it took about um, another trip to Israel after that. But my second time, I came as a volunteer, and I volunteered for a drug and alcohol uh, rehab center that uh, was a Bible-based uh, drug and alcohol rehab center because at that time, after coming to faith in Yeshua um, at 17, uh, about a year or two later, um, I started working in um, drug and alcohol rehab center and, and mental health institutions and hospitals. And so God really was preparing me from those very years and then I got my license as a drug and alcohol counselor and went on to get my nursing license, and which was my first job um, in Israel working as a, a nurse. Um, I immigrated and made Aliyah. Um, that means going up to Jerusalem, or it could mean making uh, immigrating to Israel as well. I made Aliyah in 1996. Wow. And, yeah, it was uh, quite a life changer. <laughs> Did, now, Brian, I know some people that are believers in Yeshua have trouble making Aliyah. Was it pretty easy for you? Um, for me, it was, um, now, hindsight, at the time when I immigrated, it took um, almost a month to get my citizenship status, and and I have dual citizenship, American and Israeli. Um, but now, now that I've been there as long as I have, and I've seen the challenges that many believers in Yeshua have uh, immigrating, um, I think praise Adonai um, for such a time as this that I, I I thought what was real challenging and hard, but I've heard so many other stories of many other. Uh, believers in Yeshua uh, that are Jewish trying to make Aliyah, and they've had a lot more difficult time uh, immigrating to Israel, or many of them not even being allowed to immigrate to Israel, only because of the simple fact that they're of their faith in the Jewish Messiah, Yeshua. You can be Buddhist, you can be New Age, you can be secular, you can be orthodox, you can be any other religion, but the moment you uh, place your faith in the Jewish Messiah Yeshua, the Israeli government considers you to be a Christian and no longer Jewish. And so, um, but I, I claim today that, um, you know, ever since I accepted Yeshua, I became more Jewish than I ever would have been or, you know, and, and that I ever 
Amen. Amen. Well, God has certainly been using you over in Israel. Tell us about the ministry that you have started and what it's all about and, and testimonies and just tell us all about it. Yes, well, it's uh, that's also a, an amazing journey that he's uh, called me on. Um, I, I'm the CEO of a ministry called Abundant Bread of Salvation. In Hebrew, it's called Lechem Yeshua B'Shefa. And we are uh, a ministry that reaches out to the lost sheep of the house of Israel in the most practical ways. And um, we are an Israeli-based humanitarian aid um, organization, and, and I founded the organization in Israel. So I have to pay all the Israeli taxes that anyone else has to pay, even though I'm a non-profit, um, we still have to pay taxes when we buy food to give out to the, the poor and needy and hungry. Um, we have to pay taxes just like anyone else, or if I buy uh, other, other supplies. And um, so this is why we're, we're really needing so much uh, prayers and, and support, because we can't do it without uh, people like your listeners, uh, assuming that most of you listening are believers in Yeshua, either Christian or, or Jewish. And we, we um, are running a, uh, many different programs through our nonprofit. Um, would you like to hear about those? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, well... It is uh, amazing because it all started with um, just simply going on the streets of Tel Aviv with a few thermoses of coffee and tea and sandwiches and um, reaching the, the homeless. And the homeless in the areas that we went to in Tel Aviv were, were really living sinful lives because um, a lot of them were prostitutes, a lot of them were selling prostitutes, a lot of them were drug addicts, well, most of them are drug addicts and alcoholics, and um, just really, really dark and sinful lives uh, happening there on the streets of Israel, and I'm, I'm sorry to burst anyone's bubble that thought that um, because Israel's the holy land, that just must, everything must be holy, but... Um, you know, as a matter of fact, that there's many, many things that are called holy, but are very evil and satanic and, and perverted um, to really mess up society, very similar to things here in the USA or, or Europe. So um, because of my background, I had a heart to reach our people in the most practical way, because the Lord Yeshua rescued me out of a life of sin and darkness and abuse. And, and so I have, he gave me a heart to reach the same people. And um, so that turned into uh, me establishing a soup kitchen, both in Tel Aviv and in Netanya, and that expanded um, into having... Uh, food bag distribution center that um, I um, was able to uh, collect donations to be able to uh, purchase about $10,000 worth of um, food products that we would uh, pack in uh, pack in bags and give out to more than 404 and needy people. That's the number that we're, we're currently serving in the city of Netanya. Wow. Um, yeah, yes. And so um, to say this is an easy job, absolutely not, you know. And, and to say I have a full team helping me, absolutely not. You know, everything is uh, volunteer-based. I just have a couple um, part-time employees. And um, uh, to do this work, we're needing a lot of prayer, a lot of support, and a lot of volunteers. And um, how can and we still, how, how can we find out more about you? 
Oh, well, we have a website, Ethel, and uh, the website is AbundantBread.com. And um, we have, and, and you'll find a lot of information on this website with videos and pictures and uh, um, prayer updates. And that's another thing that I wanted to share about as well is if anyone um, wants to receive our prayer letter, we have a monthly prayer letter that we send out. And like I said, you know, everything we do is based on prayer and, and uh, we need it because we're on the front line serving our people. And uh, um, so anyone could send their, an email to us at brian, B-R-I-A-N, at AbundantBread.com and uh, just request our prayer letter. Let us know that you heard me on Bagels and Blessings with Ethel Chadwick and um that would be so awesome to hear from them. And uh, on the website as well, if, you know, um, if someone is led by the Ruach HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit, to support the work that we're doing, um, there's, there's uh, all, the, all the information is on the website of how to do that as well. And it sounds like you really could use some volunteers. Like, like I know people come to Israel and they, they volunteer at, at uh, a, a kibbutz, for example, but sounds like you could use some people to come out and, and help you out with, with your ministries over there. Absolutely, absolutely. Everything is based on volunteers. And also, if people are coming on, on tour groups, we love it when tour groups connect with us because... Um, uh, a big part of our ministry is serving the Holocaust survivors. And as you know, their, their uh, ages are pretty much 90 and up right now. Oh, my goodness. That's and so many, old. And yeah, many of them uh, have passed away just in the, in the last few months. And um, I'm happy to say with the work that we're doing with the Holocaust survivors in, in uh, the almost 15 years that... I've been doing this work. We have had dozens of our Holocaust survivors come to faith in the Messiah Yeshua through the work of Abundant Bread of Salvation. That is so amazing. Tell me about, give me an example of someone that came to faith. Yeah, an example is, uh, well, for instance, the the leader of the Holocaust survivors that um, God bless his soul, He's one of those that recently passed away in the last couple months. His name was Nahum, and um, I, um, he, he loved the work that we did in, in helping the Holocaust survivors in practical ways, with food, with soup kitchens, with biblical trips that we would take them on. Um, and uh, we started back in 2017 um, a program called Adopt a Survivor Program. And uh, so Nahum came with me to America. It was his first time uh, getting on a plane and coming to America. And um, he helped me to, to uh, come and speak um, in churches and Messianic congregations and home groups and, and schools. And we spoke everywhere we could, even on, on radio programs like yourself. And um, we um, basically just gave a platform to tell people that Holocaust survivors are still alive, they exist, and they are needing people's prayers and needing people's practical and financial support. And so we started this Adopt-A-Holocaust-Survivor program Nahum came to the USA with me. He was with me for 10 days in California. And as a matter of fact, it was exactly during the high holidays. And um, Nahum was not a believer in Yeshua at that time. And he joined me and spoke with me in all of these places. And the love of God was just poured out to him everywhere we went. And it was amazing. And to see how this changed his life, how this changed his heart. And, um, you know, many times we would be, um, during a worship time at a congregation, 
he would be raising his hands, and, and he didn't even realize or know why he was raising his hands. But you and I do, as, as believers in Yeshua, oh, yeah. because the Holy Spirit was filling his heart and filling his soul with the love of God. And he was seeing people around him worshiping the God of Israel. And so um, we had a meeting one on a Friday night. I'll never forget this. And it happened to be the evening of Yom Kippur. And um, we spoke, and then we went out to uh, a restaurant with the pastor and the elders. They invited us to come and have a meal. And I could see that Nahum was, was extremely uh, touched and moved and open to God moving in his life. And so I had the pastor share with him the gospel, and he accepted the Messiah Yeshua right there in the restaurant. Oh, wow. Praise the Lord. That's fantastic, Brian. Well, yeah. there's no yeah. question that God, God is glory God is really show. using you, young man. He is really using you, and it's just amazing, you know. It's just totally amazing. And if I'm not mistaken... And, that, and that's just one of many, many stories of, of survivors coming to faith, you know. But that one is like a highlight that I'll never forget because it happened right here in my, my hometown, you know, here in Los Angeles, California, you know, for such a time as this. And then mm. to bring him home, you know, uh, a Jew born anew that went through the Holocaust and to know that his eternal salvation is secure and that uh, now he's rejoicing with Yeshua. As, he passed, as, as I said, he passed away a couple months ago. And um, I was able to even share a testimony at his funeral. And uh, they asked me, actually, to be one of the main speakers uh, besides the, uh, a, a few family members who were sort of not really into speaking or sharing. And so they asked me if I would share words about him, and I and I was, and I was about to, you know, uh, share about his life, and his kindness, and his joy, and how God changed his life forever. Mm. Hallelujah! Praise the Lord! Praise the Lord! So, are yes. are you confined just to Israel, or do you have offices in other countries as well? Um, basically, we, we operate wherever the Holy Spirit wants us to operate. We don't have physical offices. We do have some volunteers in different uh, states in America and in different countries. But um, so they, they help sometimes with promoting the ministry or, or um, answering uh, mail or sending out brochures. But in regards to our offices, our main offices are located in the city of Netanya. It's on the Mediterranean between uh, Tel Aviv and Caesarea. And um, we have uh, our, our um, food distribution center there. Um, and we have a, a soup kitchen there. And uh, we have uh, many activities that we do in our offices. Um, uh, meeting with both believers and um, uh, the poor and needy so that we can be just a, a light tower to those that come into our lives that we're able to um, share about our Messiah Yeshua and help them in the most practical ways. Mm, wow. Well, you know, I have to say, I'm so proud of you. I mean, I know you're not my son, but <laughs> the, the Jewish mother in me is coming out right now. And I just, I'm so proud of what you're doing for the Lord and, and all the lives that you're touching. And is there anything specifically that you'd like us to be praying for? Yes. Um, you know, for, because uh, as, as people know, because of uh, COVID, we, uh, for several years, uh, most of us, in most parts of the world uh, have not been able to function in a way that we, we would have liked. And so one of the things um, that we uh, are praying for a breakthrough is um, we, we've expanded in a way that we really um, want to double or even triple 
the size of the of the um, location that we're currently serving in, and that way we can have more activities and bless more people and um, have more um, more groups come and visit. And so we're we're wanting to move into almost like a like a home type atmosphere um, with a yard that we can have outside activities in the yard and have inside activities in the living room that can fit up to 50 people would be ideal. And uh, so how, how can all this happen? Um, it, it can only happen through generous people like yourself and those listening to support the work that we're doing. And if anyone um, has it on a heart, on their heart to, to help in this project, we uh, obviously have, um, you know, a vision of what we need, what we want, and what the costs are. So any, anyone hearing and listening can email me and that may know of someone that may be able to help with uh, financing such a project. And it doesn't have to be one big supporter. It can be, you know, 50 people supporting for $10. It can be uh, 100 people supporting for $1,000. We need, um, you know, people to stand with us uh, financially and obviously in, in prayer and to pass this radio program uh, on to others. Um, I don't know if you have a link that you send out, Ethel, that people can download it or email it to their friends or family or church. But, um, I do. you know, they can... Oh, uh, awesome, awesome. Yeah. And, and they can always request uh, brochures. We have brochures that speak about the ministry and uh, how, how, how they can help and where they can um, come and volunteer and where they can send their funds and to be able to put uh, prayer teams and prayer groups together in their local congregations. Mm, praise God. Praise I hope God. that answered that, that question. It did. And so again, they can write you at brian at abundantbread.com. Correct. And the and the actual website, it's a it's a is it abundantbread.com? Abundantbread.com is the website. Great, Correct. great, great. Well, I pray the Lord blesses you and provides all that you need and gives you the strength to continue to do all that you have to do so that it's not overwhelming and that and that you'll just, you know, be able to continue blessing so many, many, many people in Israel. This has just been wonderful, and I'm so glad that we reconnected. And I wanted to thank you again for coming back on Bagels and Blessings with me, Brian. Hallelujah. Thank you, Ethel, and thank blessing. Thank Bagels and Blessings and all those listening. And what uh, what a wonderful opportunity to reconnect and uh, share the work of Messiah Yeshua. It's a kingdom work, you know. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, until next time, Lehitraot, right? <laughs> Lehitraot, exactly. Until we see each other again. Yes. All right. And, well, shalom for now, Brian. Thank you so much. Shalom, shalom, and blessings from Israel. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I hope you enjoyed my interview with Brian Slater. Here's Joshua Aaron again. Huyavo, he will come. He will return to Jerusalem, Zion's king. We'll restore the land, the clouds will part. And our king will descend, the fire in his eyes. Seven stars His right hand
man who was slain, he'll come again. Our conquering king on that day, his sword will go forth to take back and restore what belongs. What belongs to our the earth, preparing the way of the Lord, beckoning the day when Israel will say, Baruch Abba, Shema Adonai, Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace. This is Ethel Chadwick saying, Shalom Alechem, peace be with you. Remember, every day of your life is an opportunity to be a blessing to someone. Thank you so much for listening to Bagels and Blessings. Shalom. Thank you.